Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Knicks basketball tonight after the K show, 6.30. Knicks and the Wizards. Pre-game with yours truly. Be fun to do that a little bit later on tonight. Um, guess on? For what, the pregame? Yeah. No, not tonight. We might be doing something tomorrow because tomorrow when they come back home and play New Orleans, they're doing the 50th anniversary celebration for the 1973 champs, which is the last time the Knicks won anything. So we might have a couple of guys from that team. 50 years. Was it called a championship then or what was it? I think it was called, like, you know, the, the team to beat in professional basketball award. <laughs> I don't know. They got the banner to make it official. They got the banner still hanging up at MSG. So it must, it must have happened. It must have counted. So we might be doing something tomorrow. That'll be pretty cool to get a couple of guys from that team, whether it's Walt or, you know, Clyde or uh, Earl the Pearl. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, I know they're lining something up. We'll see. It'll be fun. Uh, who's going to be the quarterback for these football teams? I and mean, we've been talking about it all week. With the Jets, please with the Giants. Up, please hurry up, Mark. Oh, by the seven. way, forget about th- You know what? Forget about that. We'll do that stuff in a second because I, I, I meant to bring something up to you. Something happened really interesting yesterday after we got off the air. And I saw the news and I was like, hmm, really? Now, I know that we're so consumed about the quarterback position and that type of thing, but uh. there's a guy who's now available. Yeah, it's too much cheese on the tacos. It's a lot of che- it's a lot of cheese, but here's what I'm saying though. Ooh. It's more for the team that wears blue. Yeah. Cuz I think the other team is that, yeah, that got, that's yeah. yeah. They got a 5-7. They got that. Bobby Wagner one and done with the Rams. Okay, Usually. now Bobby Wagner's going to the Hall of Fame. Of course he made his bones with the Seahawks. He was 32. a casualty before last season, goes to the Rams, and look, the Rams had a horrible year, but Bobby Wagner was still a second-team All-Pro last year. They cut him loose. Yeah, five-year deal. We knew it was a dummy deal. They were trying mm-hmm. to catch uh, fire in the bottle. They knew that they lost um, – who they lose defensively to DN? They lost somebody uh, defensively. Uh, who did they Quinn lose? Quinn was at? gone already. Yeah, they lost somebody that was on that – that was the DN – that, that oh, really, Von Miller. Yeah, they lost Von Miller. Duh. Right, so they lost Von Miller, so they thought, go get us go get us another guy that's a Hall of Famer because, remember, they were getting ran over. And they mm-hmm. were trying to run it back and F them picks and all that stuff, remember, right? Right. Remember, we had F them picks and all that stuff, and now they're saying, well, we need them picks, and now we're starting over because they're, they're, they're reportedly, would you want Bobby Wagner or will you try and wait and see if they release Jalen Ramsey if you're the team in blue? Because do, do you rather have the middle linebacker or do you rather, or would you rather have that guy that's that um, that lockdown outside island guy for for the type of receivers that you're going to have to see within your conference? You know, you, now you can have a big, strong body person for AJ Brown and somebody that can you know maybe put CD Lamb in a box. Even though I think that Jalen Ramsey has been playing bad, you know, last couple of years. Um, He's still considered one of the best in the game. So who who would you rather want if you're the Giants? Would you rather have Bobby Wagner or would you rather try and get Jalen Ramsey? The question is, though, I need to know, A, what Bobby Wagner's looking for. How much longer does he think – well, basically, how much longer do you think he's he can play at a high years, level? He's, 30, he's 32, 32 years old, but he still had his career high in sacks because he was in a different scheme, and he had 140 tackles. Now, you could say he had 140 tackles because his defense wasn't that good. He had more opportunities. Or you can still say he's an elite player, and from what I saw, he's still an elite player. But it's not his. It's not. It's not 
long where before he falls out. Right. It's going to happen. It might happen within the next year or two. So yeah. So you sign you, him to it. You sign him to a two-year deal, a one-year deal, and see what he does, and give give yourself the opportunity. But if I had to pick between him and Jalen Ramsey, who I believe is 29 years old, mm-hmm. I think I can maybe train another linebacker. It's hard to find. It's not you don't have the great linebackers like you used to have. Giants have no linebackers. That's the problem. They yeah. have none. I mean, like, think, of, dude. Remember, they had Jalen uh, Jalen Smith last year, who they signed off the street. They signed. Um, remember the guy who our guy who was with the Jets. We had him on the. You and I had Blake him on the Cashman. show. Jared Smith, or um, Jared Davis, the one who they brought oh, in from the they Lions. Had him. He, he, they had he, him. He didn't even know if he wanted to play basketball anymore. It, he was had, like he was in a mental pro- protocol where he had like he was telling know, us all that stuff. Yeah. And so he ended up – Jared Davis ended up back on the Lions practice squad last year. Wow. On the Lions practice squad. They cut him loose. Giants picked him up. And by the end of the season, Jared Davis was, like, basically playing starters reps for them. So they need linebackers in the – I mean, you can put linebacker, like, right or at, at close to the list of needs that the Giants have. That's why this Bobby Wagner thing is intriguing to me. As long as you don't have to break the bank, and there might be some team you that does give him what he's looking for. You don't think you have to break the bank for – I mean, he was making fifty. He was on a fifty million dollar deal, right? Like, so you don't think you got to break the bank? Yeah, for a guy going to the Hall of Fame, yeah. Yeah, and and and, and is Daniel Jones going to allow you to be able to make uh, additions like that by giving you a break on what he asks, what you ask him to play? Because if you if you can't draft a, a great position player, do you have to pay for him? And maybe they maybe they'll do better signing Quincy Williams, Quincy Williams. You think about Quincy Williams on that defense with Wink Martindale, the ability to hit stick, give him a more defined role, and, you know, let him blitz all day. Maybe they should be looking more in the Quincy Williams type of sweepstakes than trying to pay top dollar for a 32-year-old middle linebacker. If, if, if Here's the thing with Wagner. I think that if you're a team that's honest enough with yourself – you could say, all right, we're good. We think we can win. We need a guy that's won before that can yeah. help us take this thing yeah. to another level. That's why you go all in with a Bobby Wagner. You know, you know what team is that that is? Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle like, Wouldn't yo. Wouldn't that be funny? Seattle like, yo, we that better than be we something. thought. Come on back, Bob. You went to the same division, think you was going to get a title. We got rid of Russell. Yo, because they got mad salary cap space. And Geno, I think, is going to be a, a – a, a, a participant were saying, hey, man, I'm just happy y'all gave me an opportunity. When he's not going to have the, the, the Geno Jones, uh, Daniel Jones, 45 million, he might say, man, just give me 30, man. I'm good. Just give me 30. Just give me 30 for four. Give me 120 for four, and you can go sign whoever you want, man. I'll, I'll live right here because it is a miracle that in, in his, what, ninth year that he's even eligible for $30 million a year when, you know, usually a backup gets three to four. So, I mean, if, if he does that, with all the young talent that they got, and they still got two first-round draft picks this year, and you bring Bobby Wagner back, say, Bobby, we got plenty of salary cap space. Matter of fact, why don't you bring Jalen Ramsey over here too so we'll be all good. You know what I mean? Bring Jalen Ramsey to that team. Oh, You know who might take a run at uh, Bobby Wagner? Because two of the linebackers that they had last year, were, you know, their, their starters were free agents, and it's a typical move right in their DNA that they've done in the past. Well, Dallas was a team. There you go. Well, that's because Vanderish is on his way out. Like he's and Anthony Barr. He's got so many bad neck injuries. And now if you put Bobby Wagner there, now you don't have to worry about putting Michael Parsons there. You can make Michael Parsons a full-time pass rusher. 
We don't want Bobby be. Wagner to go there because that could have negatively affected the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, I, I, so 100%. That's why I said. Why would you put, that out? Why would you put that out there? We know people listen to you and they value your opinion. So why would you say that to now Jerry Jones just got a Google alert? Because I'm putting stuff out into the universe. And that's Maybe. why. If Maybe you're no. the Giants – you know, the Yankees used to do this. Yankees used to do this all the time under Steinbrenner, especially like in the late – like when the Yankees picked up Jose Canseco in 2000, which they had no use for him whatsoever, even though he got a ring when they won the World Series. The reason the Yankees got Jose Canseco is because they blocked the Red Sox from taking him because they knew that Boston had an interest in him. That's the only reason they did it. So if you're the Giants or if you're Jerry Jones, for example, you know that there's a need with both of these teams who are rivals. They're both gunning for the same thing. They both have need at linebacker. If one makes the jump for Bobby Wagner, they're playing defense. It's like a game of chess. You're blocking the other guy from possibly getting him. Well, go get Quincy Williams, and you'll save you a hell of a lot more money. And then go get Jalen Ramsey to be able to lock down whoever they go get on the other end. Hopefully they don't go out and get DeAndre Hopkins. Because then you got C.D. Lamb and De- DeAndre Hopkins, that could that could be that could be formidable for anybody. Even though I hope the Ravens get him for Lamar Jackson, if Lamar Jackson. I was ju- I was just th- I'm I'm thinking, but you got Patrick Queen who's still on a rookie deal. Yeah, Remember they Queen. got Roquan Smith that yeah, they but, signed, but they got mad salary cap money, man. This is the problem. The Ravens had a lot of money tied up in Calais Campbell, had money uh, signed up. Now now the the Ravens are cheap. You know, they could let Justin Houston go because this is the year that Ojabo, who, you know, tore his uh, ACL during the uh, uh, pro day, he's going to be a full participant. He would have been a top ten pick if he didn't get hurt. And then you have Owe on the other side, so now they're cheap on the outside. Marcus Peters' contract is up. They're going to let Marcus Peters go. So now, finally, they got the money to be able to free up on that defense side of the ball. Because remember, they had a bunch of money tied up into – Marcus Peters, Marcus Williams, and Marlon Humphreys. That was probably about $50 million annually a year right there between three guys. Now they're young. You know, you look at the, the Hamilton. He's cheap. You know, you can, let, you can let Calais go because you hope that the kid from Connecticut, UConn, you know, uh, Johnson. Travis w- Jones. Yeah, Tra- Travis Jones can step up. Then they got the guy in Bukobububu, whatever his name is, from uh, 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 Texas A&M. So now they got bookends. So now they're young again, and they're cheap. And the only person that they're really paying on that side is Marcus Williams and um, and Raekwon Smith. You know, Patrick Queen, I don't know if he'll ever get a good, decent offer because they had to go get Raekwon Smith because he couldn't be what he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be next up in a great list of uh, Baltimore Raven linebackers, and he just wasn't it. It just seems like – like because I was thinking about them too before you said it. Like, it just seems like Bobby Wagner – like, I could see him in a place like Baltimore. It's yeah, linebacker – we call it linebacker, linebacker U, U, but they're not going to pay that much money for two linebackers inside. And remember, Bobby Wagner shunned them last year because they tried to sign Bobby Wagner, and they thought they were getting him last year. Remember? So, Raekwon Smith, you don't have to. Raekwon Smith is just as good as him. So, if but that's with any the case, th- it's time for you to spend money on receivers and weapons. Well, that, it, it comes back to anything, too, with Baltimore. What are you doing with the quarterback? Are you going to pay this guy? Like, I wish that they yeah, had some yes. sort of an I, idea how much they're going to have to allocate for Lamar. I think I think so because they, they're cheap everywhere else. Outside of Ronnie Stanley, right, they got Morgan Moses on the other side, which I think, you know, if, you, if you're the Jets, you can bring Morgan Moses back. You try he should have still been here if you yeah, ask me. Should, but should have never you know. let him go, right, because yeah. I think he's better than Fant. You know, he's more well, natural Fant's than Fant. Well, Fant's but, gone. But, but Fant was still – Fant has always been a project. 
Right. right? Fan has always been a guy that played well, basketball. Well, he got hurt last you, year, too. But he's always been a project, a guy that's a basketball player that they were trying to convert over to something else. You know, so, like, if I'm the Ravens, you know, you, you, you build that way. But, you know, listen, that's why I can't wait till March 7th come because I'm so tired of us speculating for an entire week about what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson, you know, gets the non-exclusive tag, then game on. You know, so we don't have to – we can say forget Aaron Rodgers. That's secondary, right? Or, you know, Derek Carr. Right now everything's put on pause if you can get Lamar Jackson because, you know, he's worth every bit of a guaranteed contract. And like I said, I don't understand. If Lamar Jackson wants a fully guaranteed contract at 230, why don't you just guarantee his money at 230 and make it a 10-year a, a deal like Patrick Mahomes? Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to worry about it. Then you have to worry about it. Spread it out. And, and get so I'm out. We're just throwing it out there. I thought that was interesting yesterday when we got the news about Bobby Wagner. I think he'd be, he'd be a, a great, great fit for the Giants, a great fit, but you got to see how serious they are and how much money they're going to have left over because with the quarterback, the running back. Talk, it's priority? not a priority. You got to get the two guys on offense first. You, you got to get a dent. But you, even more than, than getting Saquon Barkley, you got to get a receiver, man. Like they, and then you got to get weapons. Their weapons are a joke. But they have no linebackers. None. None. Get Kawan Alexander and Quincy Williams. Would they do that? Would they play that game? <laughs> Sign them both. Would they play that game? Why not? Sign them both. Get some headlines? Sign them both. Those are reasonable guys that played at a high level. Get them both. You can, get hey. both. You can probably get both of them both for like seven million a year. Well, see, here's the thing, though, I mean, about a guy like Wagner. Wagner's in that same category as Derek Carr because he was cut loose. You could sign him today. It's not going to happen, but I'm just saying you could sign him today. You don't have to wait till free agency. So somebody might gobble him up before you even get to March 13th. Well, I, listen, he's a smart guy. If When they mutually agree to separate, then they, he knows that, that, that the Rams are about to go through a bit of a rebuild. Remember, they lost a lot of their coordinators because, you know, uh, the coach McVay didn't know if he was coming back at all. And he made that decision said he's coming back. I'm tired of that, too, by the way, dude. It's like yeah, this 30, is every 30, year with 30, him. He's 34 years old. But, but Come God. on, man. You want to you go, go. You want to go do TV, go do TV. Yeah, he wait for, he wait for Jerry, uh, Jerry Jones, uh, I mean, Jimmy Johnson to retire so he can step in on that stage and get the, get the, get the $8 million a year to, to talk about basketball. What's the matter? They don't have enough room for another chair on Fox? They've got 17 <laughs> chairs up there. They can't yo, fit an 18th yo. one? Yo, man, I'm like, come on, man. What are they doing? I wonder if these reports are true about what they were saying about Tony Romo, how they saying, hey, man, you need to study more, like the, the, the luster. The CBS blowing. showed up? Yeah, but I think, I think if you're Tony Romo, you're like, look, bro, y'all gave me the contract yeah. for what, $17 million a year? I, listen, when this contract's over with, I don't want to work no more anyway. He doesn't, he doesn't have to. That's what I'm he saying. He don't have to already. But what I'm saying is like five more, five more years, like four more years, like, man, I'm going to keep doing it how I'm doing it because I don't plan on being here that long anyway. Yeah, but do you think, like, I never get the impression, and, and generally on Sundays, you know, we're busy, we're doing our thing. Like, you're not locked in on the announcers, and we're not locked in on his games, I- unless it's like Jets or whatever. But, like, I never got the impression watching Romo, at least this year, I don't think he's mailing it in or he's any less than he was a couple of years ago. Do you get that, that impression at all? You can tell that sometimes he's not prepared with knowing the inside and nuance, and you can't just sit there and just try and talk the game as you see it and try and act like you can predict plays, which, you know. He got away with that initially. Right. And now, and that's and, why they thought he was the flavor gave, of the month. Everybody gave, everybody gave him a, a, a pass because it was early, and it was just like, oh, he's so excited and blah, blah, blah. Right. Can't, Here we go, Jim, every time. So, I mean, listen, this is just reports. You know what I mean? <laughs> that they were saying, hey, man, you got you to study more because maybe he's playing golf all week and just pulling up. 
I like your uh, Tony Romo impersonation. That was good. Here we go, Jim. Jim. Here we go, hey, Jim. Jim. Here comes the screen. No, not the screen. Oh, it's okay, Jim. Here comes Look, the next play, Jim. Here's the, here's the thing, though. All right, at the time, it was kind of odd when you find out that a guy like Tony Romo, oh, you know what? He's going to start doing broadcasting. He just retired. Wait, you mean you're moving him to the number one team? Yeah. Hmm, that's a little odd. But they're just doing the same thing with Tom Brady. Yeah. But you heard, but you heard, but you heard Greg Olson, who's been working at it for a long time, that was doing it even when on his bye weeks when he was uh, still playing. And he's saying, "I ain't just gonna give up this seat and just slide over." Uh, they gave him three hundred million dollars. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Come listen to me on the second game, uh, uh, Jacksonville <laughs> versus uh, New Orleans. Listen to me. Like, nah, man. He gonna get but all. But remember. The- Remember the other teams, too? Some of the teams, like when Greg Olson was still doing that when he was playing, like you said, during the bye weeks and whatnot, there were teams that had a major problem with that. Because remember, like, Greg Olson, who was playing for, it was like Carolina, Carolina. right? Carolina. What is he getting? At the in- end of the day, he's getting too much intel or something? Too much intel, exactly, in the meetings. They got to, the production the, meetings. The opposing team got to talk to him. Yeah, so what are you trying to do this week? Well, you know, we got this play that we call secret play. We only run it when we go against teams. That, huh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This a lot of those guys are sworn to secrecy, but not Greg Olson. If he's going to go reporting it down, didn't serve him any better with his this team at least towards been, the end. This meeting has been recorded. That's it. He's taking this. He's <laughs> taking his phone and he's breaking it back to the coaches when he's done with hey, that game. That's hey, what he's doing. Didn't help them win no more games, so it didn't matter. Not at all. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I guess there's another available wide receiver you were just telling me during the break, right? In free agency? Yeah, man. Nino Brown, <laughs> a.k.a. Sam Hurd, just got out of federal penitentiary after doing 10, man. Yo, he was, y'all, y'all talking about uh, snowfall. He was snowfall. I don't know if we want to clap. He was out there getting people addicted to opioids. But yeah, I wonder if he comes that, back, man. Put the band back together. It'd be a good reclamation project for him. Good, good, good gonna, redemption yo, story. He gonna come out like, hold up, weed is legal, man. I'm slanging all them drugs, and y'all gonna put me up in prison for ten years, and y'all, and I can just slang weed. Oh man, I you still think got Jerry will give him a job back with the organization, or what? 
You're like, I still got my connects in uh, Columbia. Go ahead and get me some of that green green. Can't nobody do it better than I can. It's legal now, punks. Maybe Sam Hurd could call up Tony Romo, his old quarterback, and see if he could get him a job with CBS or something. No, like no. That. He, he, what he needs is he's like, listen, listen, Tony. Heard them sketch commercials and all that stuff and treating you real good. Give me two million. I'll give you back your I'll give you back four million in two months. Just let me just let me borrow two million. And you know I can flip anything. I can sell ice to an Eskimo, baby. And now you telling me I can slang weed legally? I got the best green in all the world, Craig. Let me call up. Let me call up uh uh let me call up uh what's his name? What's his name down there? They be sneaking out. You know who I'm talking about. El Chapo. Oh, El Chapo. Let me call El they got Chapo. Where is El Chapo tell, these tell days? I need is, he that green. is he in or out? He in. He in for He's life, in. man. But he keep getting out. He ain't digging no tunnels this time. They, 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 they ain't going to let him dig no tunnels this time. He's going to have to come well, I thought out that like Sam Hurd would call Tony Romo and ask him for a pair of sketchers for something else. He could <laughs> use it to his advantage. Nah, man. Give me, give me, give me. He wants to get back in. No, he wants, yo, front me. Yo, listen, you don't, you, don't, you don't sell as much dope as he was selling. Don't still have some money somewhere. He's going to come back and he's going to be the the most legal weed seller in the world. Like, yeah. I can grow. I got all the good strands. I've been doing research. I've been doing research. I've been doing research. Yeah, I've been doing research well before you guys got on it. I got 35 years of research in, baby. Let's go to the phones. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Seamus Massapequa wants to talk a little Aaron Rodgers. Seamus, what's going on? Hey, you guys hear me? Yeah, we got you. What's up, Seamus? Well, first of all, without trying to sound like everybody else, but the truth is you guys are terrific, and you got to let me make my Michael K. what a great guy he is point uh, when it's all done. But you guys aren't rehearsed. You bounce off each other very, very well. And I so appreciate you taking my call. I got a point, a uh, couple of points. One's Aaron Rodgers, and one's the greatest guy in the world besides James Harden, and that's uh, Derek Carr. How can we even think about letting this guy, Aaron Rodgers, I don't care if he win, wins his eight Super Bowls, we don't need his aggravation. It's just like the Giants should have got rid of Odell Beckham when he went to pee on the Gold Coast. We don't need these people. Derek Carr, and even though I'm Jewish, I wish everybody could grow up to be like Derek Carr. When he, when John Gruden got in all that kind of trouble, Derek Carr reached out to him. And recently, somebody else got in a lot of trouble with the Raiders, and Derek Carr reached out to him. This guy is terrific. I don't care what we got to give for him. We need this guy here. We keep Zach Wilson, let him learn from this guy, and that's the end. And Michael Kay, you are terrific. You got nothing to worry about because that mutt carton is going down the tubes. How dare he when you let him say goodbye on your show? When Boomer wouldn't, how dare he cut you to slices? That guy is a mutt, and I am going to take him down and the rest of WFAN all polite, well, not politely. All righty, Boomer, gone. All right, Seamus, thanks for the phone call. I, I appreciate the appreciate the call there. I don't know where he was getting into, though, with all the, the religious stuff there. I mean, I, I, you know, you could be a well, Protestant, Episcopal. Yeah. Who, who he, cares? He's saying, he's saying he appreciates the character of Derek yeah. Carr. I think that's what he was trying to get at. You know, but the the thing for me is, you know, character, yeah, sets the floor or, or you know, talent sets the floor and character sets the ceiling. But the problem is the floor is, is, is low. And we don't know what Derek Carr can do. It's like, it, you know, they can be weak stats, right? You know, sometimes, you know, Jay-Z said men lie, women lie, numbers don't. We don't really know if that's true when it comes to Derek Carr. 
because the reports of you know him not being able to win many games below forty degrees, mm-hmm. you know him never playing in bad elements, all that stuff is a factor that you know when you talk about you know pick uh, picking straws or or talk about you know grasping for straws, yeah, grasping for straws, right? Trying to figure out who's the best person to go for. I just I just don't know, you know. And, and listen, is he an upgrade? Absolutely, but is he an upgrade at forty five million dollars? I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. We hear Daniel Jones fighting for 30. So if Daniel Jones fighting for 30, a guy that's been to a Pro Bowl, a guy that's been in the league nine years, he may think that he's worth more than Daniel Jones, and he may want 40, $45 million. $45, 40, 40, $45 million, I'd rather pay five more for a guy like Lamar Jackson, right? Because you talk about a guy who has tremendous character. He's a guy that's never complained. You never have to worry about him off the field. He's great in the locker room. He hasn't had any missteps. And he's more talented and younger. So if I'm going to spend that type of money, I'd rather spend it on Lamar Jackson. Uh, these things are going to play out, and we have to wait to play them out. Unfortunately, we, we aren't patient enough. And a weekend in, in, week in radio and TV time is an eternity. But in mm-hmm. actuality, it's not that long. Well, I think it was yesterday when I brought this up. And, and I'll throw, throw it out there again here. You know, everything that we've kind of been told about Derek Carr so far, I don't remember if it was his brother and, or said it or something, it's going to be a long, drawn-out process. He's really going to string this thing along. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. And I said, Bart, so far, all we know of is that he met with the Jets and he met with the New Orleans Saints. Where are these other suitors? Where are these other teams that are potentially in on Derek Carr? Right? I mean, all, all, that's all we've heard about so far. Yeah. So right now, like, we don't even hear rumblings about other teams being interested in him. It's just those two. So if he thinks he's going to drag this thing along, well, when is it going to happen? Because last time I checked, free agency begins here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And you so, start to tag it. You, you start tagging, what, March 4th, March 7th, right? So, you can yeah, start tagging today if you want. You have until the 7th. Yeah, so so it's going it's going to be it's, it's going to be important to see. I, I I yeah exactly. So this was the thing like you start actually as an organization. Am I tripping? Are we tripping? <laughs> why with all these needy uh, quarterback needy teams? Why are we the only two that's out there that's interviewed right. them? Why not? You you mean to tell? All right, so so think of it this way. Okay, free agency starts like you can start talking to players March the thirteenth. The league year begins the fifteenth. So March thirteenth rolls around. Derek Carr. And we just talked about that type of money, you know, whether it's $40 million, $45 million. The dude is going to cost you a couple of bucks. So you mean to tell me that if you're a team that might have interest in Derek Carr, you're going to wait until free agency begins to find out what other needs you might have before you, if you think you have enough left over in the cookie jar to pay a quarterback 40 or $45 million? That's the, we know that that's not the case. So between now and then, who are these other teams that are going to start getting involved in the sweepstakes that are actually going to start kicking the tires on them? Where are those guys? Yeah, because a lot of teams are saying, hey, man, I'm starting over fresh. I'm not giving a guy $40 million. The best way to win in this league, the best way to have a chance to win in this league isn't to go out and get a veteran quarterback because of what they mean, what that means as far as taking away so much of your salary cap space. The best way to do that is to be able to draft a young quarterback, develop him, Hope that he can be a good football player and you can go out and get you a stacked, loaded team and you be successful in the draft. That's the best way to have a chance. Because if you're dependent on somebody to come out and figure out this league, I mean, or, 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 or go out and spend $50 million for a team and you don't have a lot of the infrastructure that you need for them to be successful, 
that hasn't proven it. That hasn't really worked out, right? And it's rare that you even see quarterbacks like Derek Carr. I mean, like, when is quarterbacks like Derek Carr available? Like Geno Smith, they believe in Geno Smith where he is. He's in his 10th year. They ain't letting him leave, right? Jimmy G, they're letting him walk away, like, because they're tired of him being injured. That's why they went out and, and traded for, uh, drafted Trey Lance to begin with and moved up and gave up a bunch of equity because they felt like, hey, man, he's good, but it's more about our system. We saw what Brock Purdy did. Right. Right? So, like, when you think about these quarterbacks being available, you have to ask yourself, are they as talented as we think they are? Because, you know, their teams don't think so, or they wouldn't be letting them go. Now, Lamar Jackson something totally different because he wants a guaranteed contract and he won't budge. That's right, a different that's thing. We all know he's an MVP. We know he right. can play. Well, like I said – Every guy that's available now, there's a check mark against them or there's a strike against them because if if they were perfect, they wouldn't even be available. Their team's already locking them up and make sure they're not walking out the door. And there's only so few of those guys in the NFL right now. But if you – like I just jotted down a handful of teams right now that need quarterbacks outside of the Jets and the Saints who have already talked to Derek Carr. Okay, Indianapolis. Indianapolis has gone the retread veteran route for so long here for the last how many years, and that's why they've gone through a couple of coaches. I don't think they're doing that again. Carolina, where Frank Reich is, I said it earlier in the week, Frank Reich got fired in Indianapolis because they kept going that route. I don't think he's going there again. Houston, they're going to draft a quarterback here with, with, with the first-round pick, whichever guy that is. Washington. They have Davis Mills. Right. Well, exactly. Mr. 17 touchdowns. They, they got the Washington, they already come out and said that right now Sam Howell's their guy. That's, All right, that's amazing, yo. It's, that 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 is. I mean, yo, talking about Eric the Enemy, man. Like, yo, you got if, like he said, yo, if I can if I can win with Sam Howell at the quarterback and we go to the playoffs, man, hey. man, y'all. I better be a head coach, or I'm following the I'm following the civil suit, class action suit, all that stuff. The only other one that I, on this list that to me seems like a likely destination for somebody like a Derek Carr is Tampa Bay which is also in that NFC South. You know that they have no quarterback. I don't know what direction they're heading in, and now we're hearing rumors it's that like, maybe Kyle Mike Trask. Evans might get traded. What's it's that? It's Kyle Trask era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. the, 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 the prodigal son from Florida, right? He's going to be the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, who's going to succeed Tom Brady? So who is this other team that suddenly is going to thrust themselves into the Derek Carr sweepstakes? Tell me. Show yourself. Stop hiding behind the curtain. Who's going to be that third team? Because otherwise, it's the Jets, it's the Saints. Are they going to be bidding against themselves? Who's, I'm sure that Derek Carr and his agent, they want to probably try to manufacture some teams to be in on this because they want to drive up the price. They want to get the bidding going. But right now, Bart, from where we're looking, it's one against the other, and that's it. Right. They're trying to drum up, uh, I think, excitement. Like, yeah, bro, nah. You know what they're bidding against? You know who that other – I'll tell you something. The car camp, you know who the third wheel is in these sweepstakes? It's our boy who just got out of the hobbit hole. That's who. <laughs> and the Green Bay Packers. And if he decides that he wants to play elsewhere, then that's the third team. Because maybe if you're Derek Carr's camp – look, a lot of these teams, Aaron Rodgers is the top of the list. So they're probably waiting to see what he's going to do because once Rodgers makes up his mind, and if he's going someplace else, whatever team, let's say, that needs a quarterback and doesn't get Aaron Rodgers, that makes Derek Carr more of a priority, which drives up his price. But the problem is Derek Carr can't go back to, to, to Las mm -mm. Vegas. And 
if if they decide to move on from Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers decides to move on. Green Bay don't want him. They're going, they're going with their guy. So, like, it's three places out there that need quarterbacks that, that Derek Carr can't even go to. But if you're the Jets, okay, look, the Jets like Rodgers. They like Derek Carr. Argument's sake. Let's say Aaron Rodgers decides, I'm going back to the Packers. All right, fine. He's, he's a Packer again. Okay, now you're the Jets. Now you're next on the list of Derek Carr. So whatever you maybe were thinking about giving him prior, you might have to kick in a few more cookies because now you're a little bit more desperate because you don't have that other option. No, well, I'm saying what's the difference between him and Jimmy G? What's the price maybe, difference? I agree with you, and maybe they're also looking at it that way. But it's some like, other yeah, team like, might like, be more desperate. It's like, you know, like you, you talk about Derek Carr, but Jimmy G is also, you know, a candidate probably for going down there to Tampa Bay as well. Right, we think that Carolina's starting over young. We just you just told me that the commanders said that they're going with Howell. So then where is it? You know, he's in Baker Mayfield's probably I can't believe I said Baker Mayfield. Well, I, I can't believe we said Sam Howell, but Washington did. Now was that a smoke screen though? Nah, I don't think so. I think they like what he can do. And they wanna have the idea of having a young, cheap quarterback that's in their system. He played okay with them, so Eric Danemy probably said, "Hey, I can win with this guy, and you know, if he does so, he won't he won't be there long because he'll be a head coach pretty fast if he's able to win with Sam Howell." Now, Sam Howell's walking to a walking to a situation where they, he has a lot of weapons on offense, and they probably let Payne go and keep Allen, right? Because I think Payne is up. They still John have Payne's sweat. up, yeah. yeah. So, you, so you have sweat. You can't pay all that money on your defense line because you got to save some money because you're going to probably hope that you know. Uh, Sweat, sweat, and um, the other kids up from Ohio State's up uh, the same year. You know he's coming up. You know he would he didn't go back and play for a long time. So they're good defensively. You know I think I like the Commanders. I just don't know if I like them with Sam Howell as their primary guy. I just I, I look. There have been teams that have said this in the past too. We like this guy, and then you know at this point of the off season, and then what do they do on draft day? They go out there and they draft somebody, and it shocks the world, and like, okay, now he's our guy, or they said they call it a competition. Can you believe Jeff Bezos is going to pay close to five billion dollars for this team, and he's going to run it back with Sam Howell? I think seven billion is what what or, or wants. Even better, seven billion, and you're going to Sam Howell? Yeah, you you would think he wants a splash. I can't I, – I just – and even – I mean, we joke about it. Well, I know he's only saying, the well, offensive yeah. – Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is going to take this job, which was, in essence, a lateral move from Kansas City to prove that he is indeed an offensive mastermind, and he's going to walk out on Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the champs for Sam Howell? Hmm. No way. Yeah. Would you I mean, do that? Pe- people people were looking at, hey, man, Jalen Jalen Hurts is their starting quarterback. They're going with Jalen Hurts and trading – uh, Carson Wentz, they looked at that crazy, too. But Jalen Hurts at least, you know, we, had we more knew, buzz we, coming we into the name. league than Sam yeah. Howell. Yeah, but but Jalen Hurts was known for losing his job. But he <laughs> went to Oklahoma and kind of reinvented himself a little bit. I mean, come on, man. Like, in that offense, you, you know, you, everybody's you know, so damn wide open. They win Heisman <laughs> trophies yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. He yeah. underachieved because yeah, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield won the Heisman. Exactly. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo to Key!
Kayla came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go back to the phones. Bart Coop is in the car. Let's talk a little G-Man football. Coop, what's going on? What up, Han? What up, Bart? What up, y'all? Hey, yo. Hey, hey, Bart, I told you to get on that train, right? I told you last week, get on the train and go get Lamar Jackson for the Jets. Y'all keep talking about this car, dude. Car this, car that. Carl had a Carl had a hell of a wide receiver down there and couldn't do nothing with him. What what everybody boosting this car up for? You know what I'm saying? The Jets need to stop dreaming on Aaron Rodgers if he wanna be in the hole, wherever hole he in. I don't know what kind of hole. He, he, out, he, he got out the hole. He out the hole. He out the he hole. Out. Oh, he out the hole? Well, yeah, yeah. He's out. well, he's well whatever hole he was in, I, he ain't saying nothing, you know. So, go ahead. Man, you need Lamar Jackson down no. there. Could you imagine that? No, could I you couldn't. imagine that? No, I couldn't because good things never happen to the Jets. Listen, I wish they could get Lamar Jackson. Here's the issue. I just don't know if the the, the uh, Ravens would even want to trade him within the division. Uh, you know, not the division, but within the conference. The conference. As far as the yeah. AFC, the same thing we're talking about when we consider – you know, what's going on with A.A. Ryan, them taking him out of NFC and putting him in AFC. Right, right, I just don't know right. if they can get that. Like, listen, nobody's thinking that Derek Carr is the answer. What we're saying is we believe that he's better than Zach Wilson. And if we had Definitely. decent quarterback play, that we could have went far. Better, but it depends on how much money he wants. Yeah, so it depends on how much money Derek Carr wants. Because we're not going to keep just bidding against ourselves and the Saints when the other teams don't want to go that way. But if Lamar Jackson's exactly. available, then and we'll know that by, by March seventh, if they put the non-exclusive yeah. tag on him, we'll, we we should go all in. I don't care how many first and second round draft picks it takes. No uh, to me, I think it'll be it'll no be upset. it'll be a discount. So we with you on that. You know, we just hoping that we see that non non-exclusive tag so we can go all in. Right. And I think the difference, too, and what he was saying, and Coop, thanks for the phone call, it's, look, it's not like we're sitting here, you wake up one morning and say, who do you want to be your quarterback next year? Oh, it's got to be Derek Carr. The difference with Derek Carr is he's available. Right. Right? I mean, he, he's available. He's the least That's complicated the acquisition we can get. He's there. You can have him today. Not saying that anything's going to happen today. And the difference between we could say, well, you know what? Aaron Rodgers isn't available necessarily. Lamar Jackson's not available. The difference between Lamar Jackson's situation with Baltimore and Aaron Rodgers is with Green Bay is it's obvious. Aaron Rodgers been in Green Bay already for 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they've had their time together. So if there is a breakup, you can understand it from both sides. Lamar Jackson with Baltimore, I mean, he's still obviously just going into the prime of his career. They want this thing to work. He's already done a lot of good things. He's an MVP. Baltimore wants to keep this guy around. There's nothing says necessarily they're going to make him available. And it's all about money. 
Right. When you think about Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers says, you know what, I want to go, it's his decision. The team will respect his decision and try and honor his wishes. Lamar Jackson may say, man, I'm out. Y'all ain't give me no guaranteed money. They'll be like, all right, here's a franchise tag. You ain't going nowhere. You work for us. Yep. And they don't – look, they don't have to do anything. That's I mean, he's still under contract. They don't have to do anything, Baltimore. Now, you hope it doesn't get messy – but at the very least, he's their guy. They're running it back with Lamar Jackson. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.